This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. on your phone, on your television, on your digital, on your broadcast. Just thank you. Thank you for spending time with us. And today, I wanted to do something a little special because um, we are gonna take you to Los Angeles. We can leave the studio and we can go to the warmth and the sunshine and the glamor of Hollywood to bring you some never before seen moments. And first up, is my wonderful, well, we were co-stars and Never Been Kissed, um, but we've been friends since doing Saturday Night Live together. Her career is just like red hot. Um, and she's just been someone who we've all loved for so many years, for so many reasons. Um, it's my dear friend, Molly Shannon. So take a look. You know, Molly and I, uh, we made really close friends on the movie and we continued yeah. that friendship and I was always able to talk to you about life and family and friendship and the real stuff that's important between girlfriends. Yes, true. that's so sweet. And women need other women and it's so nice. And you know, I feel the same way about you. I would always go to Drew, like, you know, I remember dating, same thing, and I'd be like, I remember being so nervous, like when I first went away for the weekend with Fritz, and I and, and I was nervous, and you were like, I, I was worried about getting dressed in the morning and blowing my hair dryers. This is so dorky. But no, I remember you, we, you, that's, you that's happened. Yeah, you were like, are you worried about how you're gonna style style yourself in the morning? And but anyhow, I don't know. It's um. That's what, story. you know, girlfriends do. Yeah. And um, that's why it was so important to me in the film that like we had that genuine friendship and we really did. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we had a great time making that movie. And you were a real role, role model for me on set. I really learned how to behave in show business from Drew Barrymore. Yeah, you taught me. Yeah. Well, you know, that makes me happy because you were also my Velcro <laughs> when I would go to Saturday Night Live, which was my most important institution. I first 
hosted in 1982 at seven years old. I'm still oh the youngest my host. God, that's crazy. I'm like seriously gonna be so happy and slightly resent any child that takes that uh, that title away from me. I'll be like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> um, and of course, my favorite segment <laughs> on the show was. Show. What? <laughs> and Drew, Drew was so funny. I actually put it on my Instagram because it is my favorite dog show. She played Michael Trulio. Yes. It's one of my favorite performances. You, you embraced Michael Trulio. Now, oh I want to quickly talk to you about the show of the year, White Lotus. Oh, so good. Um, it, I, I wanted to do a really good job because I knew it was a really good part. And we shot it in Maui. We all lived at the Four Seasons. It was a dream job. I got to bring my kids because they were in remote school. And they would, I would, I'd be like, I'm going to shoot a scene in the lobby. And they would like snorkel and then walk back with their gear on and be like, hi, Molly. Hi, Mike. And then it was, it was the greatest job for a mom. But I wanted to do a really good job because I knew... The script was so good, and so I did really practice it a lot. And Mike White is a great director, and um, so he was like, you know, you don't have to act like you're rich. He was like, you just are rich, you know? You've always been rich, you're a rich lady, and you know? So he really wanted a very natural performance. So that was like a great note. The way you played it with this natural, casual, inherent quality mm -hmm. was what I think is making people say this is an unbelievable approach to acting. Oh, thank you, Drew. True. That's so sweet. Well deserved. Oh, thank you. Thank well deserved. you. Well deserved. She's thank you. She's like, it's all about the money. Money, money, money. You don't have to work. <laughs> you don't have to work. You know, doing charity work, putting on parties, that's right. work. Yeah, right. Why would you want to work? It, it, that's what she says to her daughter-in-law. Now you have another show yes. on HBO Max, and you are a talk show host in yes. this amazing series yes. that is going into season two. It's wildly popular. It's called The Other Two. It's on HBO Max. Take a look. Do you have a sad, grumpy friend who needs a pick-me-up? Then enter them to win a shopping spree with me, Pat. Sponsored by MasterCard, but paid for by me personally. Great. Huh? Number 13. Brookie, we're really scheduling a lot of these, but don't forget that I have Lisa's son's wedding in Ohio next month. Keep reading. Do you like weddings? Win a chance to come to my friend Lisa's son's wedding in Ohio next month. Oh, with me, Pat. How do you feel playing a talk show host? I love playing a talk show host. It's so fun. So I'm, get, I'm pretending to do what you do in real life. And um, I have to say, I love it. I would like you, as a talk show host, to introduce our next guest. Yay! Okay, great. He played the coleslaw king of the world and Josie's brother, Rob. Take a look. I am Josie Geller, high school student, senior class, 1999. Uh-uh. You're kidding, right? What? Josie, do you remember high school? It was a long time ago. Do you remember what they called you in high school? Josie Grossi. Please welcome David Arquette! Yeah!
I feel like I'm being punked. <laughs> I was That's told cute. that we're all gonna be wearing costumes. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Do you want to be cheeky I love it. And I want to say that David and I have had a really long history. Um, we grew up in the same neighborhood, right down the street from each other. What was it like to know each other, be friends, and then get to play brother and sister together? Yeah, um, it, was, it was a dream come true. I mean, it was like this magical time where we were just kind of so free and alive, and, and we had a friendship, and you were, this is your first film with Flower Films, and you were, uh, I hadn't seen you in a couple years, so then I'd come back. We'd saw each other uh, for a second uh, uh, during Scream, and then we'd, uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, we share that legacy, too. Uh, totally. And then, um, and then to see you, like, blossoming into this huge businesswoman and, and flower films and this production office with Nancy and Flossie. Flossie! <laughs> With my dog, who was always on set, and she lived till 17 years old, oh, and so she was a major fixture. Yeah, and it was just so great to see. And then you put this beautiful film together that was so heartfelt and has stood the test of time. Mm -hmm. And now you're here, and you're doing your show, and and I'm so glad that like you get to see how much the world loves you, because I love you, and the world loves you. We love you. Loved you my whole life, David. You. you know, one of the scenes that I think um, really resonated with people was having Rob tell Josie, which we all needed to hear at some point in our life, you can't be held back anymore by your own personal insecurities. And that's where the famous line comes in. Mm -hmm. I'm not Josie <laughs> Grossi anymore! <laughs> Someone to see the thing that we cannot see us uh, for ourselves. Mm -hmm. All right, our Never Been Kissed reunion continues right after this. Stick around. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. with my Never Been Kissed family and co-stars, Molly Shannon and David Arquette. Yeah. All right, so we talked to Molly about her shows that are just crushing it. I can think of something else that might bring that same fervor. And it's a little movie called Scream. Yeah. So there is a new Scream coming out, and what I can gather, um, and talking to Courtney, and you know a few of the alumni, 
um, and a few of the new cast members is that they're taking an interesting and different approach. Can you tell me anything? Oh. Uh, Without getting arrested in movie jail. I can tell you that I love playing the role of Dewey. It's such an iconic role. Thank you. Um, that Matt and Tyler were inspired by Wes to become filmmakers. They're the two directors that are part of a group called Radio Silence that did the film. But they were inspired by Wes, so they really wanted to tr make a tribute, like a real something that he'd be proud of. I think... <laughs> I can't say anything! Like, talking in circles. You know, I don't know, you guys are... Ang <laughs> you, you guys are Angelinos. Do you all know about the Hollywood Forever Cemetery screenings? Yeah. Okay, these things are legendary. I mean, I'm talking five, 7,000 people show up on the night to go to uh, a cemetery and watch movies. And they did a slumber party just a few weeks ago. Um, I know because um, also Billie Eilish texted me and showed me that she dressed up as Casey Becker. And um, I recently made friends with her. I'm freaking out. <laughs> and um, it's like you have literally legends like Billie Eilish showing up for this. This movie has stood the test of time. It's capturing the hearts of you know, our generation, new generations. And a film like that deserves not just a sequel, but a reinvention and a respect for the classic. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. And it'll be great for you and I to see that legacy yeah. alive and well. Um, okay, well, one of the most memorable scenes in the Never Been Kissed film is um, the iconic kiss at the end when Josie's waiting for Sam to kiss her um, at the baseball field. Talk about taking a risk and putting yourself out there right in public, something we all know everything about. Let's take a look. Michael Kabartan could be here to like live out that moment again. It was one of the best, most fun moments of my life. Oh, Drew. Oh, oh Mr. Coulson. Oh. Josie Grossi. Oh, God. I am, I am still Josie Grossi. <laughs> I, you know, right now, the first thing that comes into my mind was when we did our audition together. And um, there's a moment, and uh, maybe I can somehow unearth the screen test that we Please both don't. did. Um, there was this moment that you did where you looked away and you kind of like 
didn't, I, you just had such humility and um, such a grace. And I think all us women who want the romance want to believe that the guy is a good guy. Mm. And that is who you are. And that's what makes it work. Mm -hmm. And I remember doing the screen test with you and it was like, this is who all of us women dream is gonna come and, you know, show up. Aww. I've gotta say, I, um, I haven't seen that clip in years and I, standing there, I got emotional. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I mean, this, this movie's been a huge part of my life. Every time I'm stopped, it's always, never been kissed, never been kissed. <laughs> So that's uh, that's a pretty amazing thing to be a part of, and this reunion is just wonderful. Do you have any uh, particular memories from the movie? I have. Uh, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> I have so many wonderful memories. I mean, it felt more like summer camp than you know, other, other than the fact that I was so nervous. It was my first big job, and so between action and cut, sort of focusing on not vomiting on your shoes was my first <laughs> first sort of priority. But it was just such an amazing time. I remember. At lunch, we'd go play ball with the, the guys, and it was just, it, it was just like you guys were talking about. It was an innocent, magical time, and I, ha yeah. There's a, there's a story about the, the the famous scene that very few people know about, and I'm not sure I should. Do uh, I know about it? No, you do not know about oh it. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, even I get to get a spoiler. <clears throat> and an insight here. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Uh, so, um, you know, in these kind of scenes, when you do kissing scenes, you never really kiss during rehearsals. So we rehearse a couple times, and it's time to shoot. So I run up the uh, dugout steps, and uh, by the way, the baseball players were spitting sunflower seeds on my shoes every take, which I, which I was very happy about. Yeah. I get up to the mound, we embrace, and we start kissing, and you really kissed me. I mean, you really kissed me. I, 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 was not, I was not ready for it in the least. And I'm, I'm a man. I was a very young man back then. And just, you know, I had uh, feelings. And <laughs> the feelings, the feelings were, were just, they just happened. And uh, I very quickly realized I was in a very bad spot because I was wearing very, very loose, uh, sort of like slacks. <laughs> and I thought, this is gonna be a disaster when they cut. I must preemptively end this. So what I did is, in a panic, I just yelled cut and bent over and said, oh guys, sorry, my, my back. I put my back out playing ball at lunch. And I sort of, you not remember me cutting the first take? Or one of the takes, and anyway, I went off into my corner, and I was thinking horrible thoughts, like you know, dead puppies, dead puppies, dead father, dead father. Oh my God. And so finally, I was able to compose myself, and uh, luckily, the the you know subsequent scenes went on, went on, went on without a hitch. But that was uh, <laughs> you're a very good kisser. <laughs> You know, you weren't married at the time. Nope. So, yeah, I went for it because you were single and I felt like I wasn't going to offend anybody. Um, also, a poll for women, and maybe you men feel this way too, 
you did something that for me is the ultimate in romance with a kiss, which is when you put your hands on a woman's mm. face. Sweet. It's like. <laughs> So, um, I, uh, did you keep a little memento from the film? Yes, so, I don't know if you'll remember, but you gave me this, a, a very sweet little wrap gift in true Drew fashion. It wasn't like, you know, an item that's just discardable. It, it was this beautiful little fern. Well, I thought it was a fern. Um, so, I kept it, of course, and over the years, this thing was growing. At, at first, it was this very tiny little stem with, you know, a few leaves, and it started growing and growing. Of course, I named it Drew. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's now, no kidding, it's 15, 16 feet tall. And oh it's, there it is. Oh there it is. This little thing, and I, I've, I've literally kept a picture of, of Drew in my phone for 20 years, and the odd chance that I would run into you and say, do you know what this is? I think what's even more amazing is that a man was able to keep a plant alive for 20 years. But, you know, oh my God. Absolutely. Good for you. That and plant was special to me. So. That is truly impressive. And I think it's a perfect metaphor for maybe this film does keep growing and it mm -hmm. stays connected. I mean, look at, we've got totally Rufus sign. <laughs> we have you wearing the Josie Grossi dress. Oh my God. You know, we love Never Been Kissed through David and, you know, Michael and Molly. Um, and we also, you know, were at the precipice of launching huge careers. We had James Franco, Jessica Alba, mm -hmm. Octavia Spencer. Yes. Is in the film John C. Riley. Mm -hmm. It was a, a real dream cast, yeah. and it just was lightning in a bottle and a moment we all cherish and we wanted to share with you today. And um, I want to thank you, Molly, my Anita, David, my Rob, our Rob, <laughs> and. As they say, I'd never been kissed. <laughs> Mr. Coulson oh. rocks my world. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with more never before seen moments from the beautiful, glamorous Hollywood, California. That's right, we'll be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
the Drew Barrymore Show. I loved meeting Deanna Trujillo. She is a NASA aerospace engineer working on the Perseverance rover, which is currently searching for signs of life on Mars. I think, you know, everybody's obsessed with Mars for a reason. And so when this pioneer of a woman is willing to have a conversation with you about what it's all about, I wanna listen. And we caught up with her at the NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory. I got to go to NASA in Hollywood, California and Pasadena, take a look. We're here at NASA <laughs> with our wildflower, Deanna Trujillo. You are a leading engineer. I have watched your YouTube channel and your show, and you defied all odds. When you came to this country, tell me if I'm correct in this, is that when you were younger and you were in Columbia and you didn't feel safe, you would look up to the night sky and the stars. Yes, that's correct. When I was in Colombia, and I was thinking that you know everything around me was chaotic. Looking at the sky was my peace moment, my relaxing place, my the place where I found myself. I have two questions. Is it true that two years on Mars is one year here on Earth? So yes, we're talking about distance, how long it takes us to go around the sun. On Earth, we call it 24 hours, is a day on Earth. Now on Mars is different because it takes us slightly longer to go around the sun as well. Temperature is also different on Mars. If you and I were to stand up on Mars, we will be very cold on our heads and quite hot on our feet because the temperature gradient is quite big. Humans are capable of such extraordinary things, such as yourself. You are the embodiment of a wildflower. Has anyone sort of shared with you why we do this segment called Wildflower? And it represents what I think a lot of people in the world are, which is people who have a mission in life, people who don't always play by the rules, people who are trying to accomplish something. Can I please ask what you would say to someone else out there who was where you were when you came here and maybe don't know where they're going? If they have a dream in their heart, if they know what they want to do, they need to stick to it. Look at all the people that have done similar jobs that you want to achieve, and then look at their trajectory, map your own trajectory. Thank you. I would love to take you around and then show you what we have behind us, what are the instruments and the mechanisms we have on the rover. Well, I'm in your hands. <laughs> Let's go. This is the rover. and. I know we're not supposed to touch. I, of course, I want to like hug it like a tree. Do you think I could like drive it? A hundred percent, I think. <laughs> These middle ones are just going to go straight line driving. So if you hit that forward one meter, it'll go forward one meter. Now, I don't know if you know this about me, but I, um, I drive really fast. Oh, this won't change the speed. It goes about four centimeters a second. So that's oh. going to do a pivot. We're going to go clockwise. So that's going to turn to the right here. So that's it, that's the speed, that's what we get. This is the speed of which a rover goes on Mars. Perfect. I mean, I'm driving the Mars rover. This is so crazy. My rover brings all the boys to the there yard. There you go, yeah, exactly, perfect. This is our sister rover, the Flight Spare, a parts of the actual Perseverance rover. So this is rehearsal. This is the rehearsal place. Okay, as an actor, I can dig a rehearsal. <laughs> Not only is the rehearsal here, it thinks also that if we have trouble on Mars, we come here and we try to reproduce the anomaly that we saw. So this is where you troubleshoot. Also. We will troubleshoot here, exactly. 
How much does a machine like this cost? 10 years of work is what the team put together to even get Perseverance where it is right now. So a lot of human hours. I like that when I asked you how much does this thing cost, you talked about the human hours. I love that. <laughs> I feel like after you spend 17 hours a day with people trying to get to the launch vehicle, some level you realize that you're this teeny and that there's so much that you have to do and every individual brings something. To me that's that little girl looking at stars again because you realize that you are small but you see what's bigger and more important. Mars is like the orange-red planet, and when you say the blue planet, you're referring to planet Earth. Yes. Are we gonna stay blue, or are we gonna become orange and red just like Mars? I feel like exploring Mars needs to at least change our perspective and realize if we don't do something on Earth, we might end up like Mars. So we have to do our part for planet Earth. Maybe Mars is the great teacher. Amazing. We'll be right back. There's more. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Thank God. Welcome back. It's time for Drew's News, your joyride down Good News Falls. And with me at the desk, is two besties I'd love to hop in a barrel and float on down the river with. It's Cameron Auntie Poo Poo Diaz. <laughs> and Rosie Rosmith, yeah! <laughs> and together they make Auntie Rossi Poo. <laughs> All right, um, Poo Poo, I want to dedicate this uh, segment to you. When I was trying to basically, let's face it, it was an audition. And um, I really felt strongly about this particular segment. It was very personal for me. But to convince everybody of this idea, I had to put it in the sales tape and sell this segment. So, of course, uh, I'm going to take you back to that audition sales tape. Let's look back at the very first Drew's News in history. The one thing I don't like doing with you is hiking because you have these giant great like German shepherds and you have these long legs you are a great Dane and I have these short dogs and the legs of a corgi dog and I literally can't keep up with you no it's 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 a kind of a comedy act I look I back know. she's like She's like seething her face. She's just so angry at me. I know. And I, I have to stop every five seconds. I'm like, come on, let's go. What's the matter? It's like a gazelle in an armadillo. <laughs> That's what us hiking looks like. Oh, no. uh, so um, thank you for helping me convince everyone of this segment. My pleasure. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Uh, it was a hard sell, and 
you know, I also think when it came to that banter, that camaraderie, that bouncing off each other, talking about the news stories and then sharing feelings and opinions about it, when you're alone, you don't have anyone to do that with. So Rossi Ross Matthews, thank God, showed up and saved a girl oh. and became world. Cameron, you're here. Will you go through some stories with us today? Yes, I would love to. All right, let's hit it. First up, some breaking news from the International House of Pancakes. Yeah, we bring you the stories you want to know. <laughs> USA Today reports IHOP has some new menu items for your next bestie brunch. Bubbles, wine, and brews. That's right. Alcohol is on the menu at IHOP, officially making them the International House of Pow, Pow, Pow. <laughs> You know how I love brunch. Brunch is a way of life for me, but I'm just worried at IHOP, when you're drinking, it's going to be go from IHOP to I wasted to <laughs> I drunk tested my ex to I hate myself in the morning. You know? <laughs> That's a really slippery slope. It sounds like profit for uh, IHOP. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> well, you know, I have a uh, suggestion for IHOP as you boost your sales. Nothing goes with a big old stack of buttermilk pancakes like a crisp, refreshing glass of wine that's clean, <laughs> organic, and from winemaker Cameron Diaz. Oh! <laughs> she is selling the product. I know. She's my big, she's like my support here. Well, Biggest supporter. You know, I'd like you to quickly tell everyone else what you told me because you made me realize that I didn't know about wine. Sure. So my partner, my co-founder, uh, Catherine Power and I, we love to drink wine and we were drinking wine one day and realized that, you know, everything else in our life um, we're leveling up on. We Everything we drink, eat is organic. And we just realized we never questioned what was in wine and sort of naively thinking that it was just fermented grapes. And then we sort of took this deep dive into winemaking and we found out that there's over 73 ingredients that can be added to wine without any uh, disclosure. Um, and so we kind of just made clean, delicious wine. So we don't add any extra sugar. We don't add any colors or concentrates. Um, it's all organic. And we made, first and foremost, delicious wine. Am I correct? Uh, uh, <laughs> the only thing I am upset about this wine with is that I don't have enough. So let me just hear. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Here we go. Um, cheers. No. It's actually glass, you guys. Okay. <clears throat> Whoa. That was a big gulp. <laughs> um, it's so good. I have, it's called Aveline. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Cameron, it's your story. Okay, great. Okay, thank you. <laughs> My turn. Okay, so there's a new trend in dating we have to talk about. In Sal reports, it's called hardballing. Ooh, ouch. I mean, I, I know, like it already. Right? I mean, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and it's this is the definition of it, okay? So don't get so crazy, okay? <laughs> and it's when you treat your uh, dating life like you're running a Fortune 500 company and you're, um, you're the CEO of that company and you make hard decisions and you make them fast. So anyone who doesn't meet your criteria has got to go. Ross? Yeah. I think you should treat it like a business. If you're not what I'm looking for, get out, next, move yeah. on. But I also think there's a time in people's lives where you should play a little softball, if you know what I mean. Like, just, just have some fun. I have a, a girlfriend who kept saying, I keep 
these guys keep leaving me. They keep leaving me. I go, well, what are the first dates like? She says, well, I ask them if they want kids. I ask them, I'm like, girl, what are you doing on date one? You don't ask if you want kids. You ask if you like pizza so or the was, color blue. But so one. she was a natural hardballer from the beginning because she's like, this is what I want. Are you in? No. So she shouldn't be looking at it that she they're leaving her. She should be going, you know what? You don't add up to me. You don't. You're you're not my. Fair you're point. not at my place. But that's okay. Because that's okay. Then, then you at least know. You know what I mean? At least you know. Like I, we're not in the same place. And I think that's what dating is all about. And what is like if you want to just be casual, great. Find that person that just wants to ca be casual. I have girlfriends. I have a couple of girlfriends that are like. All I want to do is hang out with a guy and have some fun, and they all want to be my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, do you tell them that you don't want to have a, a boyfriend? And they go, no. And I was like, then just tell them you don't want to have a boyfriend so that you don't waste their time. I think she'll have a harder time getting rid of them if she tells them that she doesn't want to commit. Guys find that so I know, hot. It's true. <laughs> They're like, it's true. They're, They're like, like, oh, you're unattainable? <laughs> you, you don't need me? <laughs> I, um, I like this. I like this a lot. Um, I go into work. I'm assertive. I'm confident. I have a spine, and I have the courage to fight for what I believe in. And I would get home, and I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm a little. Uh, what do you think? I, I wasn't as assertive or confident and certain. And I was like, why can the two not meet in the middle? Mm -hmm. So maybe that is the definition of hardballing the way I'm taking it. I hear you. I hear. You. I think it's just important to know what you want. Um, and when you see it, hold on to it. And if you find something that's not for you, don't be afraid to move on. Don't be afraid to leap on to the unknown because you'll find what you need eventually. And mostly, if, if the other person is not holding on to you, <laughs> let go of them. Okay, ding, ding, that part. Yes, please. In there. That, be, that might be my favorite piece of advice that came out of this. All right. Um, next, Cameron. Um, I have a TikTok video that I want to show you. Um, take a look. If you don't have earbuds, okay, it's hard. It's hard to talk on the foot. It just keeps on falling out. So uh, go old school, analog. Just get it involved. You got to plug it in. It's not wireless. What? what? Um, poo poo. Uh, can you name that person? Uh, Tom Cruise. Okay, so you see Tom Cruise. Yes. Okay, that is not Tom Cruise. It's actually this new thing. It's called a deep fake. CNN Business reports that there are dozens of these deep fake Tom Cruise videos, and they've gotten millions and millions of views on TikTok. But they were actually made by a visual effect artist, in this case, Chris Ume, um, using artificial intelligence, CGI, and a real actor. What? What? That's terrifying. I know, and the reason that I wanted to bring this up is because there's a lot of misinterpreters out there, a lot of misinformation, and you may think someone is saying something out there or being someone or doing something, but it's actually not that person. So Chris says that with his work with celebs like Tom, it's just for fun, and he just wanted to do videos that he had you know, we're having fun with, and he'd take them down, and he's removing them. But let's just be aware of deep fakes. Let's know they exist so we can empower ourselves that if we see something that's questionable, we question it. And, um, you know, if you ever see a video of me ripping down the highway, flipping people the bird out of my window and my minivan, 
That's not a deep fake. That's a real. <laughs> um, I drive a minivan and I have road rage, so live with it. Most importantly, I just want to say, if anybody ever does this for me, just put me on a face with a better jawline, okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, and before we go, parents love embarrassing their kids just for sport. Do you ever do that? No, just no. Never, I would never do that to my child. Okay, well, just wait till they go to college, okay? Because <laughs> the gold medal for this goes to David and Whitney Scott from Arkansas. When their daughter moved to college this fall, Fox News reports that they gave her a giant blanket with their faces on it, right? Just to embarrass them at school. This, I mean, save your money. Nobody wants this gift. I'd rather have a gift with Tom Cruise's face on it, okay? <laughs> you and me both. All right, well, uh, we'll be right back with uh, some more Drew's news. We are. Yeah, yeah. one more segment. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <laughs> okay, we've been drinking just a little bit through the whole time. Hey, can I ask you, by the way, where can I get your wine? We're in, like, grocery stores all across oh, the country. Thank yay! you. Yes, you I can get that. it. You can walk down your grocery aisle. Can I say that you can go to drinkavaline.com? Of course. And they, we have a bottle locator on our site. You just put in your zip code. We'll tell you where the, lo the closest bottle of Avaline is to you. We're just there, you guys. We're just waiting oh for you God. to enjoy. Bottle and locator. if you go to the drewbarrymoreshow.com, we're going to show you right how to get over to the Avaline site and get your glass and get a drink in. Thank All you. right. Now, it's almost time to go, but we love to leave you with a little something to take on the road. It's a tradition for us, and it's called the doggy bag. <laughs> and today, it's an L.A. institution, Denim Doctors on Beverly Boulevard. They can make your favorite jeans last forever. They do alterations and repairs, and they can even turn your favorite jeans into maternity jeans with elastic bands. Hey. And you don't have to be in L.A. You can send your jeans to the Denim Doctors from wherever you are. So take a look. Um, so I just want to thank you so much, Auntie Poo Poo, otherwise known as Cameron Diaz, <laughs> um, to everyone else on the planet. But thanks, Poops. Love you. Love you so much. Thank you. for taking a trip to my old hometown, Los Angeles, as I am a true New Yorker now. But for more exclusive content, digital interviews, and behind-the-scenes secrets, make sure to go to thedrewbarrymoreshow.com. I have to say, our digital team, 
Oh my God, they're so amazing. I feel like we're making, you know, we're really straddling that line of how people watch things now. You know, you gotta have good broadcast and good digital and boy, do they bring it. So thank you guys so much for choosing to spend your time with us because we make the show for you. So take it with you. around you can find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader